All right, Jack, another day, another FBL pod. How you doing? Joshua, yeah, I'm doing well, man. Doing well after that mammoth game week that's still going on now, isn't it? We've got one last game to go, uh, Arsenal-Wolves. But what an absolute monster of a game week 26. Yeah, I'm still reeling from it. How are you doing? Good, yeah. I mean, like you said, monster of a game week. Points, points, points. And I know you've got some points as well, spoilers. So, uh, but yeah, points flying around, a lot of points to be had or a lot of points to be missed, depending on what strategy you took. So uh yeah, it's gonna be interesting talking that through. Yeah, love it. What a yeah, what a week for that triple captain. Definitely the best triple captain I've ever had, for sure. Um, but yeah, as you say, we'll go into that. But the fun doesn't stop just, does it? Because we've got we've had this week and now we've got another double game week coming up next uh, next week that's also a blank game week and then there's two doubles after that so we're going to focus today aren't we on how best to plan for the next game week 27 with all that considered and just what you should bear in mind with the uh with the the subsequent game weeks after that I think aren't we yeah I mean I think we've said this before you definitely have a, you can get quite catch yourself in a trap trying to plan too far ahead especially when it's like such so quick moving so mm. uh mainly focus on 27 but a nod to 28 and 29 yeah sounds good sounds good and yeah we've put together we're going to look at the the like template free hit team for this week because i think that a lot of people are free hitting and there's a very much standard bunch of players people are going for so we'll assess that and have a look at maybe other players that people aren't really talking about that you could replace within that template um, and we've put together, we've looked at the stats and put together an alternative free hit based purely on XG data. So we can use that as a sort of reference point as well. So that'd be good. Um, and then we'll just discuss our plans. So yeah, yeah, looking forward to the pod. Awesome. Um, well, okay, let's start with the good. Even though the game week's still going on, mm-hmm. 26, Jack, one more game to play, but how are you doing? Yeah, doing well, Josh. There's no other way of spinning it, really doing pretty well so I went for the triple captain Salah like a lot of people did uh goes without saying that paid dividends I know you did the same 84 points I think that's more than I think it's more than just Salah is more than any other game week I've had this week in terms of points with 84 points I don't think I've breached 84 points yet for my whole team so that's amazing obviously but I'm sitting on 150 points which is at the moment net which is really good um, I took a hit to get in Salah. So I think I'm on 152, but Ramsey at Villa's coming in because Regulon didn't play. Um, so yeah, 150 net at the moment with Cody and um, someone else. Saka to play in this Arsenal Wolves game. So I'm happy, man. Game week rank 32K. I've gone up nearly 200,000 spots in the overall ranking. Uh, I cannot complain. Got, I feel like I got fortunate with Kane banging against City. Dennis got a goal. Uh, Rafinha got a goal against United. Pope, two clean sheets. I mean, I've, as well as the Salah thing, I just got really, really fortunate with, with the other picks. Um, so, yeah, loving life. Loving life, man. Um, fortunate or planning. I know, like Pope, for example, that was... was Did plan the thought-out pick, wasn't it? Ready for the... Yeah, please. So... Very pleased with the Pope pick, yeah. Going forward, he's obviously got doubles coming up too. So, yeah, really pleased with that one. Um, yeah, yeah, can't complain. Hoping for 
hoping for something tonight from Cody and Saka. Either of them, I'll take. I'll take anything. So yeah, really tough game to call that one as well. I don't know which which way it's going to go, but uh, yeah, good stuff. How about you, man? You've had a pretty good week yourself. Yeah, not. I mean, the plan is gone to plan. Salah triple cap, same as you, and then brought in Saka, which was a nice ten points, and brought in. Van Dyke, 14 mm. points. So that's all good, but was let down by the rest, I think. So Antonio's just grab cliff hanging onto the team still. I need to get him out. Get him out, Josh. But he's there. He blanked. Eduard, I mean, that guy. Did he was it a one minute he, job? He, yeah, like one minute. And annoyingly for me, and I'm sure a lot of managers prevented points off the bench. It would have Gallagher. been oh, 12 points for Gallagher off the bench. But you know, a lot of people were in that boat. And I did think about that when picking the team. Eduard versus Gallagher. Eduard mm-hmm. should have had potentially two games, but didn't play the first and then only came on for one minute in the second. So that's so um, lucky. That's you just so lucky. gotta roll roll with them, haven't you? But um yes, yeah, Semedo got in as well, uh, Ramsdale and Saka, who are going to be playing tonight. So mm. just see what happens with that. But disappointing with the two city defenders obviously not getting their cleans are what I was expecting to be a clean against Spurs. Um, up and down Spurs, they showed up for one game against City and then returned to their typical form. So, uh, but as a Liverpool fan, I'm happy to lose those points for the City uh, loss. Yeah, it's always nice when if you have a bit of a disappointment in fantasy, your kind of real world team allegiance actually benefits. So it's like a little, you get a little hedge there, don't you? Uh, but yeah, unlucky with Diaz Cancelo, unlucky, very unlucky with that last minute Arsenal goal that went in for Brentford. Like that, that's really swung my week a bit. I think, I think a lot more people would have closer to my score if Arsenal hadn't conceded. Um, cause there's a lot of Ramsdales obviously, and there's a lot of Arsenal defenders floating around. Um, so yeah, I was thanking my lucky stars for that Brentford goal, but, uh, could easily be a clean sheet tonight for them. So we'll see yeah. what happens with the, with the Wolves game. Um, but yeah, we can't. You can't complain with a score over hundred ever, can you? Really? Not at all. Not at all. I think that's the best yeah. ever triple cap I've played. Oh, me without a doubt, without Sorry. a doubt. I remember like Sanchez got seventy-five once, um, but I don't think I did it then. And I think Kane got thirty points in a week once, but uh, yeah, I certainly didn't do it then. So yeah, loving it. Whenever so, when they, when they were just getting those penalties, it was glorious, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, rolling up again. He's just, and he could have had more as well. He's just insane. Yeah, I was fuming when Mane got the second goal because I think that robbed him of the three bonus in the uh, in the last game. But uh, um, eighty-four do, I guess. Yeah, you were loving that Van Dyke goal as well. I take it bonus. Yeah, just love watching all the corners, just watching go up. It was thinking, you know, with their defence that quite easily he could he could get on the end of some headers and he just wasn't even marked for his goal it's just I think they gave up by then Leeds um, are terrible aren't they they were terrible but I mean leaving Van Dyke to basically run at goal and have a free header from six yards out yeah but I think I could have scored there like watching that I think I could have just run and done the same thing he did there yeah he literally yeah. just ran from the edge of the box like it wasn't even any deceptive kind of run just edge of the box where they all started ran straight into the six yard box and just headed it free header so but yeah take it take it anyway definitely take it yeah good all right so yeah good weeks for us all in all Pat on the back. Um, yeah good so what are we talking about now so game week 27 josh let's move on from this amazing week we've got another week to tackle 
move back on to business. Move on and upwards back to business. We move. What's going on in game week 27 for stars? Well, you've mentioned it. So it's kind of a double and a blank, but it's a kind of, it's a not very exciting or sexy double. Um, no. So we've got Burnley as the only team that is actually doubling. And that's because it was set, Leicester were supposed to have a blank, but then they've obviously refixed one of well, the Burnley game against Leicester. So Burnley, the only team to double. Yeah, and then there are blanks for Arsenal, Liverpool, and Chelsea. So in Arsenal, Liverpool, quite high, highly owned teams. So that's going to affect a lot of people's plannings. Um, and then I thought at this point it might be a good time just to mention before we jump in that you know the game week twenty eight doubles that that you've mentioned, and game week twenty nine that's got to affect people's planning. So I was just going to quickly run through what they are because mm-hmm. that's going to affect probably what we talk about and who you could pick for game week twenty seven. Yeah, go on then. Who's the, who's doubling when? Do it now. Twenty eight uh, is game week twenty eight. The doubles are Villa have Southampton at home and Leeds away. Leeds have got Leicester away, Villa at home, Southampton, Villa away, Newcastle at home, and Wolves have Crystal Palace and then Watford. At home. Good ones in there. Some real tasty ones there. I think fix decent, decent. Mm. And so that's you know that's the four teams um, doubling, and then twenty nine. We've got Arsenal doubling with Leicester at home, Liverpool at home, Brighton doubling with Liverpool at home, Tottenham at home, Everton doubling with Wolves at home, Newcastle at home, and Newcastle doubling with Chelsea away, Everton away, and then Spurs making it the fifth team to double, I think, there, with United away, Brighton away. So the first thing to note is there's no, there's no team that doubles in both. So no. you can't look at it from that perspective. That's and looking at it, I mean, I know it's hard for people just listening, but there aren't that there aren't particularly any that like jump out like the Liverpool double this week, for example. You know, there's some that are okay, like Wolves, for example, in 28 have got Palace at home, Watford at home. That doesn't look too bad. But there aren't any others which really shine uh, unless you can no. you think there's one that takes your fancy particularly. Yeah, no. I mean, and the annoying thing is there is no team that doubles in both weeks. So if mm. it's a, if you're just going with transfers, your anyone you bring in for 28 will not have a double in 29, and vice versa, vice versa, will they? So you've got to really think about. Okay, I mean, maybe look at players that you've got from teams that are not doubling in either week, and see if you still want them. So the Liverpool players, Crystal Palace is one. Man United, like those, looking at players from those teams and maybe thinking about replacing them with 28 and 29ers. Um, I mean, even Burnley don't have a double for some reason in these two these two weeks, which is frustrating, um, despite being loads of games in hand still. But yeah, it's it's tricky. But let's, um, yeah, let's talk about, back, take it back to 27 then. Uh, should we start with Burnley, Josh? How... How good are Burnley? Should we be bringing in Burnley assets? Should we take hits for Burnley assets? And in which, and if so, who should we look at? What do you think of Burnley? Well, before this game week, I was not impressed. And I would probably say you only really want maybe one asset, even though they're doubling. And kind of throwing Veghorst around, I know he was coming into the double with a bit of an injury. So we're focusing more on, more on the attack, but looking at their two performances, you know, we have to 
bring into the question now like do you want the popes that you've that you've that you've got or you know the ben mees um who not only you know kind of did he bag go on the end was it, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah, yeah remember it popping up and then disappearing and popping up again so yeah i think it's put the cat much the pigeons the last two games in this double game we've just had so i would say it's it's open you know i think i probably wouldn't want to go more than a double double up for burnley players because it's still burnley and you don't want to get too excited they had two great performances but you know i i wouldn't want to be jumping on them too much because you probably don't want to have more than maybe one asset past 27 and then the big question is do you want to go defense or attack um for me the context of my team is I've got fires to put out up top or players that I'm not happy with up top, Eduard and Antonio, way in that attack down for me. So Redhorst is the one to naturally lean towards. Yeah. Um, and I guess what helps you though is West Ham and Crystal Palace don't have any doubles coming up. So you're not you're not like obliged to keep either of them, are you, for those two? No, I hate one, I hate them, and two, they've got no doubles. So. Yeah. Whereas I'm still sitting on King and Dennis. Um, and oh, hang on, no, Watford don't no, have a do. double, do they? They do, they do not double. You could what am I offload doing? those if you want. What am I doing with those clowns? Yeah, maybe I will offload them. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that's a good one to look at, getting rid of the players that don't double um, for Burnley. But yeah, I mean, so Weghorst, you mentioned for Burnley a good one I did a TikTok or an, and a YouTube short a few days ago on I picked a Burnley player in each position so Pope obviously I went with me in uh, in defence and I went with Weghorst up top and then the midfield is the tricky one because Cornet is injured it looks like or certainly isn't fully fit and I went with Brownhill because if you're transferring him in he's so cheap that he's a bit like Ramsey at Villa that He's a good pick for when they double, but he's so cheap you won't care when you bench him. Um, have I, is there anyone else in the midfield that you like for Burnley? I mean, in times gone past, we would look to McNeil as a bit of a spark for them, but he's not done it this year. Mm. So, um, so Cornet's the one who's kind of taken up the mantle when he's not there, but the injury problem, as you said. So I think you've named all the key targets. It's just which ones and how many do you want to go for? Um, for 27 mm. and for me I'm a bit wary of having too many Burnley assets past this week I don't think you're going to get burnt too much by not having them maybe, maybe you are maybe you're not but for me like one is fine and the context of my team is fair course for someone else you know mm. if you if you're looking to offload a defender because they're not doubling up up to 29 or, or whatever then then me's your man, isn't it? Um, I think I'm a bit, yeah, I'm a bit more bullish than you on their um, on their defensive capability. I think Pope has really stepped up his game since January, and yeah, Ben Me will be buzzing after. They'll all be they'll be loving having kept a clean sheet at at Spurs, um, and Me obviously scored. Tarkowski's back. Yeah, I think I'd be surprised if there isn't one clean sheet in this double for them. Um, so yeah, I'm looking to get me in for Regulon, who obviously that's an easy one for me because Reg isn't even guaranteed a place in in the game for Spurs. But yeah, I'll be looking to get me in and probably a Weghorst as well uh, for for one of the Watford boys. So yeah, 
I think I think it's pretty clear which Burnley assets are good, isn't it? We've we've sort of covered that there. If you were on a free hit, then Josh, let's bring in the free hit conversation. Now, would you go for three Burnley? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of putting just this game week under the magnifying glass, isn't it? Mm. No consideration of anything past it. So, yeah, you're maximising your opportunity for them to score points, aren't you? Um, yeah. With 180 minutes and. They don't rotate a lot, Burnley. So you know, you know, when you're looking at these players, unless they're injured, mm. the ones that you said they're going to start. So, yeah. um, it's, su- it's such a safe pick. You don't have any risk really. So, definitely would dub- well, definitely would triple up. And for me, if uh, preempting your next question, who are the three? It would be probably Pope, me, and Weghorst for me. Yeah, that's who I'm going to try and get. I think with a with a hit. Weghorst a weird one. He seems to like every game he kind of takes a beating and starts limping around and people get worried and then he's fine and he plays the next the game. Beast. Yeah, he really is. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, so moving on to the free hit then, we've obviously got blanks for Arsenal, Liverpool and Chelsea. I don't think people have many Chelsea assets now and if you do, you probably haven't really been paying much attention because they've barely played in the last month. Um but a lot of people have obviously three Liverpool and potentially two or three Arsenal. Do you think you should free hit? At what point should you think about a free hit in turn, the context of owning those players, Josh? As in what number of players are you going to field or cannot field? Yeah, or sort of... Yeah, I think, yeah. Or what, what would make you free hit this week? If, if, you, if at all. Hmm. What really makes it difficult this season is there's so many more game weeks to come, which have a lot more teams involved in, you know, doubles, for example. And we haven't even talked about 30, which is going to be game week 30, which is expected to be the blank for the FA Cup fixtures. Mm. So, that, you know, the ones that come into the next round, that'll be the blank. Then. And that should be a, a host of teams and players. So if you've only got one left, then that's there. So for me... I think the threshold for this particular week, 27, because we've still got so much to come, is actually, you know, it's it's quite a high threshold before you use it. So I would, you know, kind of, you're talking eight or nine players for me. Because um, you, can, you can take a hit. We've mentioned maybe not wanting to take more than one hit, two max with a minus eight, because that's a lot to make up. But you can take one hit and still leave yourself quite in a good position um, and maybe get some more change out of a free hit in a better game week because there's not a lot really going around from what I can see. Yeah, I think if you've got three Liverpool and three Arsenal, a free hit's probably a good way to go because the ones you've got are probably quite good players to hold in the future. So you don't want to take out a Liverpool and Arsenal player for a minus four um, for Burnley players and then be like, oh, I wouldn't mind them in the next uh, in the next week, particularly as um, Arsenal have the double. Because it's it's a, it's more likely you'd look to take out Arsenal players as a as a kind of knee jerk thing. Um, but I'm with you in that. I think people are really really tempted to free hit this week because other people are. Um, whereas any any regular week where you've got 10, 11 players playing, you wouldn't even think about the free hit, would you? You wouldn't even exactly. consider it. So why are people talking about it? Because I think it's because other people are forced into doing it. It's that kind of weird, it's that mini blank double game week situation that's that's swaying people. But yeah, I'm with you. Like 
in the future, after game week 30 is traditionally when I play my chips. Um, there's the big blank in 30 that you've said, I've only got one free hit left, so I'll play it then. And then um, and then look look to wildcard and bench boost in the uh, in the carnage that follows. So, yeah. Um, but for those people that are free hitting, we've got, there is a sort of template going around. So this is the sort of best 11 that seems to be floating around for the for this game week. So you've got Pope in goal, Livramento, me and Laporte in defence, Mares, Sancho, Sterling and Son in midfield, and then Weghorst, Kane and Broja up top. So that is a good team, I think. That does look really good and I can see why people are free hitting there. What do you, do you kind of, what do you think of that? What do you think? Yeah, good in the players in terms of, you know, Kane, Son, that you've got two attacking or two midfield City players. And then the three that we mentioned with the big boys for the Burnley doubles. Livra, Livramento I'm a bit concerned about because mm. he only got his spot back because the other fullback was at Perrault. He he had COVID, I think, because that's, that's right, wasn't it? So, And he, I think, Will be available for selection for this next game. So, right, whether he comes straight back in against Norwich or whether um, or whether they give it back to Livy because he, he, I think he did play well from what I've heard. So he does like Livy, doesn't he? But yeah, he does. But then he lost his spot, so mm. it's hard to really say one or the other. So, but I mean, that's still not a bad pick. It's just a question mark over um, his starting. His starting. Uh, I'd go game. Bednarek personally over him. I think. Um, more, yeah, more confirmed for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I know the other questions are probably relate to price. So Laporte, why wouldn't you have Cancelo, for example, um, and Sancho to Bruno? Uh, Bruno is probably the best pick from a United perspective, but they're price questions because you've already got you know yeah. Sterling, Kane, Son in there. I guess would you? Yeah, with the Man City ones, it's weird. I think because I think free hitters have to be a bit careful with City because in the past when they've lost a game, Pep has heavily rotated for the next one. It's almost like a punishment rotation. So I don't think any City player is nailed at the moment at all, even, even De Bruyne and Sterling. Um, I think it's a real risk going with, with Sterling, personally, um, after that loss. And yeah, I'd, I'd be more inclined to put that Sterling spot to a Bruno, like you say, and maybe move Sancho to a spend a bit less money on City mids, maybe, with Mares and a Foden or something. Um, yeah, yeah, tricky we, one. We can talk all day about about City, isn't it, and the choices that we just don't we just don't know. But that's part of the problem, isn't it? Yeah, like, it makes me not fear them, though. You know, not having them, I'm not that scared of them because I know there's crazy rotation going on there. So this week, even though I don't have a City asset, I'm not as scared of... I'm more scared of Son, for example, not owning him. Yeah. Than um and Weghorst, if I didn't buy him, I'd be more worried about him than a than a city player. Yeah, and it's funny, like I know Sun did well in that game, a game you wouldn't expect him to perform, but then they obviously performed so poorly. Yeah. Conte's comments, like this is not a team that we should be scared of, but you know, if they've people like Sun and Kane in that team, more so Sun, I reckon, because Kane just seems to be he hasn't done a lot really, really this season, is he? But Sun, yeah, does he can do it in any game. Yeah, I mean, Conte's comments, though, were horrendous, weren't they, really? If you're a Spurs fan, you don't want to hear that. 
No. It's um, like he was handing in his resignation, but yeah, we're not handing in his resignation. It really did sound like that, didn't it? <laughs> Scary. I mean, they are they're a basket case club, aren't they? They really are at the moment. Um, but yeah, Kane, yeah, Kane scoring two against City and then nothing against Burnley is bizarre. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'll I'll keep I'm happy to have Kane, obviously, but it's yeah, I'm not as delighted with having him as I as I thought I'd be going into this week. But yeah. Um so yeah, I mean that these would be the only only comments, but it looks like the major the major um fixture imbalances have been targeted, haven't they? So like Southampton versus Norwich, for example, that's why Lydia and Breha are in there. And then mm-hmm. that those kind of city players, because they are playing Everton away, albeit but you know, Everton haven't been great either, and City have got the firepower. So yeah, the team's made up of exactly the, the kind of players from teams that you'd want for this game week. Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, yeah, to play devil's advocate, I uh, for our beloved algorithm teams that we don't talk about anymore, <laughs> the, uh, so for the XG11, I free-hitted this week and just built a team that's purely XG-based, all right? So it's interesting to see how it compares to the this template one. Um, there's a bit of crossover, but not too much. So it's Pope in goal. Um, it's zero XG for every goalie, so I just went with Pope. <laughs> start. Bednarek is in there for the highest defenders from XG. So this was not even considering the double game week. This was just from teams that are playing this week. So it's Bednarek, Dawson and Harry Maguire at the back, which is interesting. Um, Dawson's obviously banged a few goals in. Maguire has as well. Uh, and then the midfit is a 3-4-3. So there's Bowen, Sterling, James from Leeds and Bruno Fernandes. So Bruno and Sterling make this, even though we were weighing up one or the other just then. Jared Bowen's still in there. Uh, he hit the bar, didn't he, this week, I think. As a non-owner, again, I was very lucky that, that he did nothing there. Uh, and Dan James from, from Leeds, who's been, been playing up front. So even though they're hopeless defensively, he still, he still looks lively. Uh, and then the forward three is Harry Kane. Broja and Shea Adams, so two Southampton players wow. uh, who've got Norwich this week, and they're looking quite good. Um, so, And then they've got a decent double the next week, Villa and Newcastle. So I think, yeah, Southampton players are not a bad, not a bad shout this week if you're free-hitting or not, even if you're not free-hitting, because you'll bring them in for a Norwich game and then you've got the double next week. So I think that's um, attempting one for Saints. Yeah, I mean, that kind of brings us full circle back to the question of the Burnley doubles. Are you happier with Broha on form against Norwich in a mm. single game versus Veghorst, Palace away, Leicester away? Difficult, I know it's 180 though. minutes, but... It's so difficult, isn't it? It's closer than you would expect it to be, the, the, the argument, isn't it, between the two? Yeah, I mean, Norwich aren't as bad as they were I would say they're not the complete mugs that they were at the start of the season so Broher against them I don't know isn't as I'd say Leeds are more whipping boy than uh, than Saints now defensively they just don't defend they don't do they fucking weird it's so weird Uh, yeah it's tough man I, I, I don't know what to do you know on this these three consecutive weeks I don't know what the best play is um, to get would the you, most optimal thing. Would you advocate the kind of idea of 
just taking like a four minus four minus eight each of the weeks just so you can double up i know that's less of an argument for this one because it's only burnley but you know four teams in 28 five in 29 yeah i mean having yeah having just done that taking a minus four this week and really reap the reward so i did uh what did i do i got salah salah and saka in for bruno and jota so that's a 22 point increase and i was contemplating the minus eight to get ben me in for regulon and that would have even that would have been a minus four hit for a you know a how much did me get he got loads of points didn't he um would have been even more worth it. So after the, I mean, I've got like the recency bias of this week that says hits are a good thing when there's a double because it really paid off for me this week, but that might not necessarily the next one. I mean, Salah, it's a cheat code in it. Salah, cause he, he's always going to return, but yeah. yeah, I think, I think, especially if you're looking to build rank and chase rank and not just consolidate, I think being a bit aggressive and taking hits is the way to do it in the next few weeks. And I think that's what I'm leaning towards. I'll definitely take a minus four this week. Maybe even a minus eight if I, because you're convincing me about Southampton strikers now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do, what, what do you think? You're more, you're more, a bit more conservative a player than me. So what do you, are you tempted to hit? But I've also been burnt by that recently. So I keep telling myself every time we do this pod in prep and each time I look at, plans to snap out of it and you know go switch to plan b you took a great one this week by the way yeah that that worked out well but it's only again a minus four you know that's it's not on a double game week it's a big double it's not Mm. you know it's not really sticking your neck out there is it so um, for you josh it is it is for you i think give yourself some credit come on baby (laughs) shaking or shaking as i was doing it ready to click the button (laughs) Um, but yeah I think yeah for me this game week because of the players that you're not you're having in your squad are probably ones you want to keep in as you said Arsenal players which will double in 29 Liverpool players you want anyway because they're just top of all the charts in goal scoring Um, yeah like that maybe you want just a minus four max there I would say, because anyone you get out, you want to bring back in. Yeah. Unless they're, you know, not those other players, but then you're eating into your playing players for this game week. So for me, I can get around not sacrificing any of those players and having uh, 10 Mm. and just leave benching them. And I'm probably happy with that. Yeah. You're not going to take the hit to put up to 11. No, because it starts getting into players that I really don't want to get rid of. Yeah, there you go. Like we said. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So the only one I'm actually willing to get rid of is probably out of the, the Liverpool and Arsenal players is Martinelli at the moment. Mm. Um, not because he just got the red, but because he hasn't really been doing it recently anyway. Yeah, he's starting tonight. I've just seen Smith Rowe is bent, is not even in the squad tonight because of his... Mm. Uh, He's ill, apparently. Arsenal, why, why do Arsenal players get ill all the time? I swear it's just Arsenal players. It's bizarre. Illness. It's an Ill, a sick team. Yeah. That's a big blow for some people, I think, to Smith-Rowe. Glad we went with Saka. Hooey. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, but yeah. yeah, interesting one, Arsenal. Smith-Rowe is just one of those... 
you're not even worried when he's benched because he normally comes on the scores, but for that is a real blow for, for owners of him. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. So, Josh, I mean, have we covered it there? What's What more is there to say about this? 27, I feel like we kind of have covered. We've covered it for sure. And I think there's yeah. no point talking 28, 29 until we get there. I agree. I agree. I mean, captaincy is one, isn't it? Do you captain a doubler in Burnley or do you captain a singler that you're, you're more confident in? That's a tricky one. That's the million dollar question and one that I'm currently sat on the fence about. Yeah. Should we segue that into our plans then? Because Let's do it. Let's do it. That'll come into it, won't it? So tell me your plans, Joshy. Currently, plans are to bring in either Veghorst or Brozier mm-hmm. and then also get rid of Martinelli for a midfielder. For midfielder to be confirmed. So that would be um, a minus four. That would be that a would one. That would be a minus four. So I wouldn't right. want to go anything more than a minus four and then that would leave me with 10 playing players. I'm sorted. Yeah. Um, and that would only actually be one, if I brought in Beghorst over Brozier, that would be only one doubler. Um, so really, captaincy for me would be I, either Brozier or Veghorst, whoever I bring in at those two. Really, you'd think about Captain Brozier, would you? I would. I mean, maybe it's because the last game I watched him play, he just looks a handful. He's, he a, he's a real handful. Yeah, you'd hate very to Very good. And the reason I'm kind of leaning more towards him is... One of the only reasons I want Veghorst is because of these doubles. Whereas actually, I've kind of liked the look of Brozier for the medium term in my team anyway. Um, and so it's kind of that thing of, you know, why just go with the guy you want, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the other thing is doubles reap rewards. So yeah, you'd always just put Veghorst on ice for one game week and, um, and uh, go with... Um, Sorry, put Brozier on ice for one mm. game week, go with the course this week and then bring him in later on. But uh, it's it's tricky. It's tricky. It is tricky, isn't it? It is tricky. I mean, yeah. Would you ever... I guess you're, so you're not going with any Burnley defenders then? Or, no, and that's mainly because of the people I would be replacing to bring them in. So yeah, you've got, You're quite yeah. big at the back, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, it's I've got Diaz, Cancelo and Semedo who are all going to play. And the only non-playing are Van Dijk and Trent. So that's a bit tricky, but Van mm-hmm. Dijk was probably someone who brought in for the double and maybe not happy with him holding Liverpool spot longer term. So it might be an opportunity to get him out anyway. Yeah. Uh, for me, me would be the, the player I'd like, but it's an opportunity to get rid of Martinelli in midfield anyway. So mm. that, that, would have, that would mean I have to bring in a midfielder. Yeah, you've got two free hits still, don't you? Are you how close, how tempted are you to, to pull the trigger on it? Not really. I'm I'd sensing like a 15%. Like it's just, I don't know why. Maybe you can talk me out of it, but I, it will talk me into using it. But it just doesn't feel like a nice game week to do it. I'm not seeing yeah. a lot of, um, you know, a lot of upside. Upside yeah. or against, against other players, for example. Um, yeah, I agree. I love doing it when we've said it before, but when there's a a mega blank game week and you've you've literally got four or five players playing, so taking a free hit, you're guaranteed to get more points than if you didn't. Whereas a week like this, 
there's no saying whether a free hit will even bring you more points than your regular team. And that that would just be the worst feeling ever, wouldn't it? I think I, think I had that in a game week gone by this year with my first one. It just completely blew up in my face. So, yeah, fair play to you. I, I, I think that's the right move. Yeah, it's, but, but then it's the right move until it's not the right move, isn't it? So we'll just, we'll see. But at the moment, I'm not, yeah, I'm not enticed. Although a problem is captaincy candidates. Mm. Um, yeah, no one else in the team is really jumping out like a, a prime candidate. So yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? It's tricky with no, with no Liverpool. Mine, yeah. Yeah. But what about yourself? What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm well. I'm kind. I think I'm. I think I'm set on a minus four. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm set on uh, a regular on out for Ben Mee seems too obvious to ignore. So I won't overthink that. I'll do that one. And then I am fucking sick to death. So I swear, and sick to death of King and Dennis in my team now. So King, I think King has to go. You know, he got a knock last game. Uh, Dennis is getting the points. He isn't just, I'm sick. I don't care about the underlying data with him anymore. King, he's an underlying data basher, isn't he? King, yeah. so forget him. He's out probably for Weghorst. Um, but then I'm thinking, do I go crazy and do the minus eight and get Brozier in as well? Um, for Dennis, so ditch both the Watford boys. Um, that'll be the that'll be the thing I'm I kind of decide on because then I'll get the Brozier in for next week. There's another doubler there. And then I can make another transfer to get another doubler in. Because um, I've sort of planned out who which doublers I've got for each week. And I don't think I've got that many for next week, but I do for the week after. Uh, so the reason behind that, Dennis, extra minus four for bringing yeah. Broha is literally Broha's going to outperform Dennis for this game week. Yeah, which I think he will. Watford got United. Broja's got... Um, Brozier's got thingy and it brings it allows me to get it would effectively be delaying a minus four or like bringing a minus four forward because I'd probably take a hit next week to get Brozier in anyway Mm. and so why not do it this week when Brozier's got a better fixture than Dennis this week I don't know it's a a weird mental thing um what would you do that is minus eight too much am I getting a bit hit happy there so this is where it comes down to that like when it's not a double game weeker Mm. it's like and they're both going to play yeah what am I doing it's one yeah. versus the other plus four isn't it so you like Brozier yeah. needs to outperform Dennis plus four points yeah he needs to score a goal to break even with Dennis yeah for you to break even even like that's, yeah. and, and that's for me good. that feels yeah. a, a lot oh, I mean maybe he bangs two in against against Norwich but for me it's different because I'm bringing him to replace Edouard who's not even going to play yeah um, yeah, that is different. That is different. You're right. So you're not, actually, you haven't even got the two-point baseline of Edouard to, to build off. No. And then there's the very, you know, low-risk element to add on top, low-risk, sorry, to add on top that, although you were going to do it next week, if he gets injured in this game week, then you're just kind of lumbered with him. Um, How, are, you, are we sure Watford don't have a double in 28, Josh? Um, I, oh, they do. Notes, sorry, they do. They it's, do. It's yeah, I knew there was a reason I was keeping them. I knew oh, there was a reason I was keeping them. My bad. Them. Bad note-taking on my part. <laughs> I was like, God, this is great news. I can get rid of Dennis. And- don't get him out. Don't get him out. That does change my plans a bit there. That changes I think everything. I am going to keep those bastards now. Both of Maybe them. Even- King out. Maybe still King out, because he's got a knock anyway. 
I might ditch King for Weghorst for the minus four, yeah. But that means I definitely won't do the minus eight for Broja, I think, because um, I might even do Weghorst to Broja next week, just pivot him out again to get Broja's double. Um, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, we've done that to death. Captaincy, though, it's currently on Kane. Oh, um, okay. but that was before I'd actually set that in a kind of bus team way before their Burnley disaster last night. So, question is, yeah, that's the question. If I brought Weghorst in, would it be Weghorst or would it be Kane? I don't know, man. I mean, Leeds, I don't know. Leeds is, even though they haven't been playing great, that's the team to play at the moment. Exactly. It's tempting Spurs against Leeds. And that's why Son is my most feared player, I think, that I don't own. So. I don't think that's a bad captaincy at all. Um, but yeah, if you brought Veghorst in, then. Yeah. I mean, Veghorst, he scored that great goal. He's only got the one goal, hasn't he, so far, I think, for Burnley. And an assist. He got the assist against United, didn't he? Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And he looks good, doesn't he? Just the eye test. He looks. He's fitting, fitting really well, and he looks through a handful. But and Burnley on the up, so yeah, I don't know. Oh, but that'll be a last-minute gut feel choice, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be a tough one, tough call. Yeah, it is. It is good. Nice. Um, well, I think that's it. Nothing left to do apart from um, make those moves before the deadline, which is tomorrow, and, sweet. and um, see what happens. Short and sweet. Is the deadline tomorrow? Is there a Friday uh, game? There is a Friday, Friday game. There is a Friday game. Who is it? That is the Southampton game, isn't it? Southampton Norwich. Yeah, go on, Broja. Yep. That's the eight o'clock kickoff on Friday. Ah. So, yeah, Southampton straight. And I think that's why also they were saying the news about Livy because Hassan Hootel was saying that Pero is whatever his name is, is in for selection. So that makes right. it trickier. Yes, yes, indeed. To consider, um, mm. but yeah. Well, that's it, Josh. Yeah, short and sweet today. That was good. Um, yeah. So thanks for tuning in. If you uh, on whatever platform you're on, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, we're on all of them. Mm-hmm. Check out the TikTok. TikTok's been we've been quite active on there, Josh. Haven't we? We've been uh, uh, it, Jack. You've been yeah, we've those. been pretty active. People seem to love it. They love us in much much shorter time spans than these podcasts we're not taking it personally so yeah fair enough we'll keep shortening the podcast gradually until they're just 60 seconds 10 seconds Uh, but yeah good luck for the good luck for the match tonight josh and for the rest of the game week i think same to you jack uh Mm. see if you can build on that 150 yeah lovely and we'll be back i guess next week ahead of uh ahead of the double 27 talking doubles again 28 even yeah good (laughs) All right. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.